welcome back for another video. As the blank gamut draws to a close, we've got a single gamut 27 next, and then the double gamut 28 to follow. In this one, we're going to dig into takeaways from the weekend's actions and transfer plans for the coming weeks. If you enjoy this type of content, make sure you subscribe him. So it was a good start to the game week if you had any Villa attackers, a 4-2 win over Forest at home, Watkins and Bailey with one goal one assist, and Douglas Louise with a brace, huge points if you had a double up there. Douglas Louise, Bailey and Bowen were the three players that we picked out in last week's videos if you wanted to build a team towards Gaming 29 that hopefully saves the free hit. Only Haaland's got a higher expected goal involvement than Watkins this season with 17 XGI himself, Haaland's got 20.9. Bailey's 1.71 XGI was the highest of the weekend, and it was Watkins with the second highest. After 26 game weeks, Villa have only lost two home games all season. As far as the best front three in FPL right now, it looks like it might be Watkins, Solanke and Haaland as a trio to build towards, but Tony over Watkins could tide you over. Solanke and Haaland basically pick themselves right now, though even Haaland's been a bit disappointed in recent weeks. It's already by far Douglas Luiz's top scoring season with 9 goals, 4 assists. His previous best being 6 goals and he'll undoubtedly end the season on double digit goals. An interesting observation is the fact that all of 9 Douglas Luiz's goals have come at Villa Park. Not too late to pick up Villa assets with their next 4 fixtures being Luton, Spurs, West Ham and Wolves. With 14 goals and 15 assists this season, no player has been involved in more Premier League goals than Watkins. 29 involvements in 26 games. Brighton drew 1-0 with Everton, a somewhat underwhelming match unless you had Dunk or Branthwaite. It was the two centre-backs with decisive involvement. Gross assisted Dunk's goal as well, so a 10-point of a Dunk, 9 for Branthwaite. Everton have got West Ham home next before a difficult run of games against Man United, Liverpool, Bournemouth and Newcastle, so it's not a great time to get Branthwaite. Unless you need the funds for another transfer and you can bench him after gimmick 27. After some odd remarks by Deserbi in his press conference about having a stupid over for dinner, it looks like he was in line for a start, but no he wasn't. Benched once again, and he came on at 60 minutes for a one-pointer. He's got three points in his last five games, 0.6 points per game. Man United lost at Old Trafford to Fulham. It won't be with a 97th minute winner, slotting a shot near post with a nana flat-footed as they found the back of the net. Maguire scored, so a six-pointer for the 4.2 mil defender, assisted by Bruno, who was booked as well, so just four points for him. Man United unsurprisingly missing Hoyland, who was on fire recently. He's going to miss the Manchester Derby in Gamic 27 as well, which is a massive loss. He could be back for Gamic 29 against Sheffield United if that game's not postponed. We'll talk more about Gamic 29's blanks in a minute. Iwobi's 97th minute winning goal was the latest ever winning goal against Man United on record. Man City edged a 1-0 win away to Bournemouth. They racked up 1.53 expected goals collectively. Bournemouth registered 0.79 xG. Haaland was the most captain player of the game week, just an assist for him, so a five-pointer. And it was Foden who got the winner and took all three bonus points. A sixth start in 20 days for him. He's been absolutely immense this season. The only City players that look worth touching right now are these three, Foden, Haaland and Edison. Man City have got a packed and difficult schedule, so no one's safe from rotation right now. Walker was benched, as was De Bruyne, who was on for the last few minutes, and he got booked for a zero-pointer. If he sold De Bruyne for someone like Saka, Bailey or Douglas Luiz, that was a very good call. 9-pointer for Edison, that's 27 points for him over the last 3 game weeks. City have scored just 1 goal in each of their last 3 games, so they're not blowing teams away at the moment, hence Edison's got 4 bonus points over that spell as well. Generally, he rarely gets bonus points because City tend to score multiple goals, so a variety of outfield players are often on for bonus. But right now, while they're grinding out these results, he's been a good pick. Though City do have a tough run of games ahead. City have actually won more away games in all competitions this season than they did in the entirety of last season's treble winning campaign. 
After a loss at St James's Park earlier in the season, Arsenal responded with a 4-1 win over Newcastle at the Emirates. Havertz with one goal, one assist for a 14-pointer. He's playing very well recently in the absence of Jesus. He got one goal, one assist last week as well. And Saka was on the score sheet again. He's now scored seven goals in his last six Premier League matches. The last English player to score in five consecutive games for Arsenal was Ian Wright in 1984. Arsenal are now the first team in Premier League history to score two-plus goals in seven consecutive halves of football. Looking unstoppable at the moment, and they're up against Sheffield United next. Many of us have got an Arsenal defender or two, so it was a frustrating consolation goal by, of course, former Arsenal player Willock. So a two-pointer for the defenders, except Kivio, who scored their fourth goal, with Zinchenko still sidelined. Gamic 27 captaincy is going to be very interesting. Let us know your early thoughts. Haaland in the Manchester derby, or perhaps Saka against Sheffield United, or perhaps someone else. The Bravka missed the Arsenal game for a reported illness, so Karius played in goal. Wolves closed the weekend's action just before the League Cup final with a 1-0 win over Sheffield United. The most transferred in player Huang blanked. In fact, he didn't even take a shot all game. He pulled up with an injury in the warm-up, which was a stressful watch for his over 600,000 new owners. In the end, he was fine to start, but no returns. Nothing from Neto either, who was the popular alternative. And in classic FPL fashion, it was Sarabia, the least popular of the three Wolves mids, who netted for a 10-pointer. Eight Nori got the assist as well. He can be prone to an early sub eight Nori, but rarely before the 60th minute mark. He came off at 76 minutes for a locked-in clean sheet, assist and three bonus points. Wolves have won 11 games in 26 games this season, which is already as many as they managed all of last season. So it's finally the week where we know what happens in Game Week 29. If you can hold your transfers, it's a sensible thing to do this week. There's 11 Premier League teams playing across Tuesday and Wednesday. The outcomes of those games dictate who blanks or who doesn't in Game Week 29. Using the bookies odds, Ben Crellin's given the blank percentage likelihood to all those teams involved. So it's going to be a shuffled upload schedule this week. The players to buy video is going to be out on Thursday instead, once we know exactly who blanks and who doesn't, so we can make informed transfers, and also decide on chip strategy. For example, if Leeds beat Chelsea, then that could be a turning point for a lot of chip strategies, as Arsenal and Chelsea wouldn't blank in Gameweek 29 in that scenario, which in many cases would be three or four players added to our teams for Gameweek 29. A quick note on the League Cup final then. Massive congrats to Liverpool fans. Really impressive result given the amount of injuries at the moment. From an FPL perspective, we know that Jota and Trent are out injured until after the March international break, but Salah and Darwin didn't make the squad for this one. So if you own either, or you're perhaps looking to bring Salah in, then keep an eye out for what Klopp says later in the week. If you've got Trent or Jota, then they're easy sales this week. So let's have a look at the team for Gameweek 27. The minus 8 actually paid off with a net gain of plus 6 points. This week is Edison in goal. It does feel like a fairly straightforward decision, given that United are missing Hoyland and they're much better defensively than Newcastle, so Debravka on the bench. Saliba Gabriel and Pedro Porro in the back three. In midfield, it's Richarlison, Foden, Saka and Gordon. And up top, Solanke, Haaland and Watkins. Some decisions to make this week as far as the bench though, which is Debravka, Hee-Chan, Van Dijk and Estupinian. It could finally be the week that Estupinian starts, but he's last on the bench, not taking the risk. It's basically Pedro Porro versus Van Dijk really, assuming Porro's fit to start. Palace were without Elise and Eze in a win over Burnley, and if they miss out again, that'll be good news as a Porro owner. Forrest have scored in every game since Gameweek 17, and given Liverpool missing so many players, at the moment Van Dijk's the one on the bench. It's Haaland captain, Saka vice-captain. The plan is to bench Wang this week, and he'll be back in the 11 for Gameweek 28. So in terms of transfer plans, the benefit of the minus 8 in Gameweek 26 wasn't just to get 11 players out, but also to put myself in a position to roll before double Gameweek 28. So the plan is to roll this week, and then make a decision on attacking Gameweek 28. 
Or if there is a bunch of FA Cup upsets, then I might swerve free hit in 29. Currently, the intention is to attack the Dublin 28 and free hit 29 after. So in game week 28, I'll start Edison for Neto and then Van Dijk for Senesi. That gives me triple Bournemouth with a home double gaming to Sheffield United and Luton. I might be tempted to sell the Bravka instead, because Newcastle can't keep a clean sheet right now. Alternatively, instead of Senesi, I might add a Bournemouth midfielder, which would be Tavernier. He looks the best of the mids, but his numbers aren't inspiring. He's got two goals and four assists this season. That said, in the reverse fixture against Sheffield United in Gaming 13, he did put up his biggest score of the season with a brace for a 16-pointer against Sheffield United. Senesi got books on the weekend, and he's now on eight yellow cards. If he reaches 10, he'll be suspended for two games, so Sabani might be the better pick. Thanks for watching. If this was a helpful video, hit like to show support, and make sure you subscribe for more FPL content to come this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.